Yep, there we go. All right. Woo! Guns and Ghosts on the Cheap Thought Podcast. Guns and Ghosts. Oh, we got that. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got. About How do you feel about ghosts, Brent? Ghost. Yeah, spirits. Yeah. Demons. Everything has a spirit. In my opinion, everything. I mean, you recognize spirit of anything. You talk about the spirits. One's down in their spirits, up in their spirits, being many spirits or whatever. In general, it doesn't matter if it's uh, people, animals, plants. There's life all around us. And in that life, there's life. In everything, there's the spirit of life as well. Sure. How I feel about it is uh, I'm pretty skeptical. I'm very, uh, I'm very not so much in the belief of, uh, I'm, I'm a very big skeptic when it comes to when people are uh, talking about spirits, or talking about how they saw something or how they feel there's something there. I believe we have emotions and I believe that like people feel like they believe in uh, entities. They believe in uh, their own like soul as in a spirit and uh, or there's other souls that are trapped here or haven't moved on or haven't went below. A lot of people have a lot of different beliefs. And when it comes to ghosts, some people believe in poltergeist and then friendly spirits. Like, and we even, uh, I don't know the difference about, uh, like poltergeist or if you said ghost or spirit. Cause everybody has the same. Well, and some people, cause people believe like poltergeists are more like, uh, they can, create uh they they believe in good spirits and evil spirits so they believe uh poltergeist would be more on the evil spirits that could uh and then there's possessions where people believe like there's a spirit that will go ahead and possess them and take control of their body and make them think do I things believe they don't want to do yes. and why do you feel like you believe it? well first i want to say this is the 12th episode of no no the it's Chief. the 13th episode it is the 13th that's episode it. and that's why we're doing guns and ghosts that's why we're doing ben and i have not guns talked guns. about this uh what we're talking about right now just a bonus for the listener we have not discussed any of this a little bit throughout our friendship knowing each other we've talked a little bit about it but as far as what we're talking about today this is all all news for you shoot from the hip i'm uh I'm a cowboy talking about ghosts. We're going to talk about the guns today because uh, we like guns. We love guns. We live in Texas. Just about everybody's got a gun. They, they have to. There's like a shooting just about everywhere. No, <laughs> every week. It's not that. But maybe every weekend. Yeah. Maybe when people are consuming four, spirits. Four or five in the big cities. And they got their egos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe things like that. Unfortunately, but uh, I wanted to start off going uh, going about ghosts just because I, just because I'm a non-believer and just because I don't get into it doesn't mean I'm not open-minded about it. So by the end of this podcast, I want our listeners to know 
that I will have you convinced, believing, full, wholeheartedly, whole mind, your whole mind will grasp the realness and the truth of this all. That'd be great, but uh, uh, I'm very skeptical. I'm, I'm not convinced of your uh, your conviction that that's going to happen at the end of this episode. I mean, so much that I grew up believing in spirits and ghosts and demons and and holy spirits and stuff. I, I was into that as a child. Yeah, but I think I grew out of. Well, it does explain a lot of things because well, some things you, don't have ex explanation. If you can't explain it, then I think people make up stories to help explain what they can't explain. And I think that's when the whole, I don't want to get into religion, but that's when religion plays a part of that. That's when ghost stories play a part of it because they don't, they want to make sense of things. People want to understand things and get the concept of things. And if they can't, they just make up stories or make up their own beliefs about it so they can justify in their mind what it really means. And if you're listening to what Ben says, our email address is cheapbot2023 at gmail. Dot com. We want some ghost emails. And if I'm not, since I'm such don't a ghost, skeptic, don't ghost our emails. And, and uh, yeah, don't ghost, don't ghost our email address. Yeah. But uh, go ahead and if you believe in something or there's some proof out there and you want me to see the proof, go ahead and I'll check it out. I mean, I went as far as this last week as I was like, you know what? I heard that uh, there's a company here in Corpus Christi that does ghost tours. It's called. RJA Ghost Tours. Have you heard of it or seen it or been on it before? Brent? I didn't know the name of it. I, I knew there was at least one. And I've heard of others going on one, but you told me it was a walking one. And I know other people that have gone on the one, which is like a little bus. Yeah, there's been previous ones in town, different company, but okay. would go on a bus or a van and they'd drive around and do the tours. You really have to do your research to know where to go and all that. And about that's the, the mixing. Is that's good. You learn a little bit about the history of a building. I right? do like that. I like the history of the building, the history of the people in that area, and of the town or the city that you live in. And the people that died and their ghosts is haunting. Yeah, the I, place. again, I don't, I don't buy it. And I tried to go in with an open mind, and I had to bite my tongue so many times not to ruin the experience for others because I had, a, I had so many sarcastic remarks to say, and I was like. I didn't want to ruin it for my wife or the other couple that were there on the tour with us. So I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to be a jerk. So I kept it to myself. But at the same time, I really like, I was so skeptical. But at the same time, I was like, all right, let me hear them out. If we see something great. Um, I, I asked a few questions of things I didn't know because the tour guide was a believer. And that's great. I'm glad when people believe. But at the same time, I don't like people pulling a fast one. And I, I'm not like I don't like the, the shows where they go and find the ghost. Or they're looking for ghosts in the house or for entertainment. Why not? I don't care for that. I mean, I don't watch them either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're into that, I think that's fine. I, this is my perspective of it, and just from what I know, and you'd probably agree with me. The uh, religious sector of the of um, humanity uh, just gives an explanation of ghosts. Or spirits um, to have understanding of the existence of life beyond this physical thing that we know, where the secular world uses it to uh, as uh, uh, as a fear mongering thing, you know, to, to put fear in somebody. You know, what are you going to do? There was a ghost knocking something over. Wow! Mm. I think they're going after you right Ooh. now. I that, I mean, that's just. From what I, I get, when you look at 
overall. But at the same time, idea. If, like uh, if somebody had a child or or a kin that passed away and they don't want to let go of them, then they're going to think their presence is always with them. Or if something happens, they're like, oh, that's proof that they're still around. So I feel there's a lot of that. People that can't let go or can't explain things and or they're like something like really um really bad happened like something that it was a tragedy of some of a really bad person doing really messed up things and so they deemed that it happened in this place so they want to stay away from that place because that's where that evil took place that what they want to call it so they're like that place is really scary like very bad it, it has a demonic presence because something bad happened there so people want to um go ahead since it happened there they want to cast that whole area or object as bad does that make any sense like yeah that's, yeah and that's, and that's, and that's, that's the that's that's the idea of that's why they consult tickets for a ghost tour mm -hmm. yeah now i do really think nice, people want to be scared they want to, i watched a documentary on uh, scary movies the other day and how that came about use you know holidays halloween or whatever to you know uh, i put some emphasis on this you know scare scare people so um i mean i don't know how to say um i don't know how to talk about the the um real the realness of it so much unless you like pay attention to certain things about our own lives, like habits. I think if you look at a habit, why is that habit there? And how do you break that habit? That's something spiritual about that. It has to be. It's attached to you. The habit can be spiritual or is that could be just routine or habit forming? Because it's it is habit forming, but it's a spiritual thing. Is there? I mean, I could see a, a ritual, how you could say it's a spirit, like it's a ritual for somebody, but it doesn't have to be spiritual. Well, it's a mind. It's, it's a in mind. Your, okay, it's it is a, in your mind. But what causes your mind to, to think and, and what are thoughts? You know, we have this very show, The Cheap Thoughts. So what are thoughts? I mean, we could get into that really deep at some time. But, right. but, but, but that's my whole concern with the, the show as an experiment is that we have thoughts that go through our head. Whatever we want to attach our, our, um, ourselves to, whatever thoughts that go through our head, we can attach ourselves to that. And it becomes a part of us. And that, that's the spirit of that's working through our brain. That's what thoughts are. They're, they're not. They're now, not spirits. Do you think that's but, now? Uh, but they're the voice of the spirits. Now, could thoughts actually be spirits? So, uh, from what you're kind of saying, because some people like they feel like uh, when they have a thought of uh, inspiration, they feel like it's a life entity. Wow. I hear a lot of musicians uh, and creativity people like they get that from. Um, the, what's the word I'm looking for? From, uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting. But it's like they get those ideas that come down, and if they feel like they don't write them down or capture them, so then they lose that idea. Like a writer's, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so it's like getting, like it wasn't their own, that they caught it, they thought about it, and if they, they learned, if they don't, if they don't capture it, and then they'll forget about it all together. And a lot yeah. of people, and writers back, and musicians and creative people, they always feel like if um, that it wasn't, it was like they have to be in the zone or go through their ritual of getting to that zone where they can actually get those ideas. And so some people actually say that it is a life itself and they just able to capture that and be able to, to use it. 
I don't know if you've ever heard of anything like that. I've heard other people. I don't know if sure, I necessarily sure. believe it, but I know some people. Really I mean, do. I've written songs that way. I think, I, you know, I've thought of songs and didn't remember. And then I, I've had some that I could remember like four verses of a song all day. Come home, write it down. And I have some songs I've written and actually copy, wrote and actually have the copyrights on. But, 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 I mean, we're talking about the ghost part. I don't know where that came from. It just came from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I can't explain that. Where did this come from? So it came from something, somewhere. Well, because um, I feel like a lot of people feel like life is short. It and is. then they they don't want to believe that after this life, there's nothing there. It's just void. Now, I do believe that we our bodies are well, was come there, from star Was there nothing before, our, before we existed? Was there nothing about life before we existed? I don't have the answer to that. I'll tell you that. Well, we know there was life before we existed. You mean we before be I was born? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I thought you meant before mankind, before this earth. Before well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, so we do have a time limit. Yeah, I mean, we do, there is a limit of when, how long men have been here, and that's been a big difference. That's what I thought you were coming from. Like, women, before the big bang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, we know in our lives, you know, our parents were here before we were, our grandparents. I mean, you know. It was life. It was history. Mm-hmm. It was life. And so, you know. And if you do your genealogy, you can find out when they came into this country. Yeah. But I think uh, something from what you were saying, and I think this was a challenge. This was challenging to me, what you were saying. Speaking of, we had a challenge last week about water. Uh, oh, oh, and ben, didn't, didn't you? Uh, ben has the uh, Ouija board he had up in the closet he brought oh, yeah, today sure. because we're going to summon some ghosts, and he's going to prove that there are no ghosts. Yep. We're going to have it. Uh, but I didn't want you to bring that in, here. in the studio because I don't, we don't want to have that, those spirits just dwelling around when we're in here. You know? No, they. I want them to possess you and for you to prove to me that they are real. You have to sell your soul to the possession in order to be possessed. That actually reminds me of the story that my dad told me. Uh, I remember when I was a child, he told me when he was a child, he would go to either his aunt's house or his dad's aunt's house. I think it was his aunt. So his, uh, and this is the story that I recall. So his dad and him went to his uh, his aunt's house. She was throwing a party. And at the party, she had a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And the Ouija board would actually move on itself. So she would ask a question and it, she would do this all the time by herself and it would work. So it actually gave permission that she could actually have a party and show everybody. So it was actually working um, by itself. Um, I don't know if Until it was on the floor or on the table or whatever. No, it worked for everybody there. But wow. when my dad and my grandpa got there, it stopped working. And she didn't understand why. It was so weird to her. And then after... They were for after, <laughs> and then after, uh, And everybody's like, oh, what gives? Da, da, da. They, didn't, they didn't understand why it stopped working. But after my grandpa and my dad left, the Ouija board started working again. And it told my aunt, ever have them over here again i won't ever work for you ever again and so she told, so she contacted them later saying you're you're not you're you're not welcomed at my home anymore and wow because see? that spirit I mean, where, does of that, that Ouija board, where does that come from Ben? i don't know i wasn't there so i don't know well i think i i, I don't know was it you you were like where, where do thoughts come from you know, they're all from the devil you know and you said you said you believe, and i said yes they're all from the devil Every thought you had. That is where wisdom comes in because 
Wisdom begins when we recognize that our limitations to life or higher power, God, your faith and religion and God. Wisdom comes from God. That is my my belief. Okay. And I'm not going to get in, into deep doctrine. And, and I'm not here uh, to this. say that you're wrong. I'm just, you're going from your beliefs. I'm going from because but recognizing God in, in, in itself is a recognition of limitation. We're just little weaklings, you know, I'm so but you do understand life is fragile. Why is life so fragile? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about guns in a minute. Why are humans so much fragile than other? And how we have uh, invented all this massive uh, military machinery and ability to take out life and destroy life. So, I mean, this is a good combination, but I mean, you can, you, people are going to find this any way they want to. And hopefully they do in my mindset, because so many ways, so many methods of people to, to try to discover this. I think we overlook this and we, we put all of this man ideals or what this these things mean. But really, these things need to mean important things to the individual and not so much, hey, um, I need you to believe in ghosts the way I do. But I think... It can be beneficial to have an understanding of what these spirits are because it helps us to understand that we do have limits. And if we can utilize anything that we are aware of um, for the benefit of life, if we have compassion and we see, we begin to see what we can do that is good or what we can do to be destructive. And so, you know, I, I don't think there's any, um, I don't think there's any reason why we shouldn't, you know, have a belief in, in a, and ghosts or spirits. And I think that helps out a lot of people because a lot of people can't fathom that this life is it. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But they can't They can't be like, what's the point of life? Because then you go into the question of uh, why, you know, what is the purpose of life? And all those questions running down that hill. And the older you get, you think that some stronger, stronger uh, weighing upon your, your mind, you know? Yeah, but there's so many different thoughts and beliefs out there. It's not just Christian. There's so many other kinds of uh, beliefs out there that they have of afterlife. And we can look at in history and how societies have changed, have their beliefs were in the afterlife versus what they are now. So I think it's all based on who's in power and uh, like who's in power and which which is the the dialogue? What is, what is the what are their belief systems and what they want society to actually follow and believe? And when people conquer, like we have a lot of different examples in history when people were conquered, the the conquerors always trying to push their beliefs onto society, and they would try to have them adopt their their god, their their beliefs, and if they're strong like holidays like winter solstice and a lot of other ones, they try to adapt them into their own doctrines. So it would be much easier for society to accept that and keep on going. Yeah. So it was something you said earlier. It, it made me think of um, the Vikings mm -hmm. because they believe when they died before they, you know, they converted to Christianity. Most of Europe, um, you know, the, the Roman Catholic church is right there. And then the Protestant I mean, which began there in in uh, you know Rome, of course, and then spread out through Europe and the Protestant Christianity coming about. Um, 
but uh, they believed that they were going to go to this war and just fight forever till they died. You know, I mean, when they died, it was just going to be a constant battle to prove your warrior. And it's now to me and, and with them, I think this is what happened because of the conversion is they thought, man, I'm that, that's hell. You just be in war all the time. I mean, war is hell on earth, you know? So, I, and then they said, Hey, Oh, you can go to this place where cool, you know, you relax, it's peaceful. There's no tears in heaven, you know, Eric Clapton. So, but, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's good to think about an idea. If anything, it's just a positive idea to say, hey, I can enjoy that. I can enjoy my life here. I can enjoy what I've done. Uh, it gives you peace in your mind. Man, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong. And that's why I try not to knock religion or other yeah. people's beliefs as much. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I believe in guns. I believe in uh, possessing uh, firearms. So many people don't believe in guns or believe that we should have this thing. Society should be banned and you should have a big government that, that only they can have military equipment to protect um, its citizens. But what they would do is basically control their citizens and tell them um, how they're going to conduct themselves in the country and the society they live in. And, and that's not so good either. Because, I mean, in our country, uh, guns were for, in case your government got out of line, you went and said, hey, uh, we're going to rise up and and, uh, and maybe the FBI, <laughs> maybe the FBI checks out this show. But, I mean, that's the truth of it. It's no, there's nothing into that. You own a gun in your house because if someone breaks in your house, you're going to shoot them. Or if a ghost comes in, you're just going to waste a bunch of rounds because the ghost is a spirit that uh, doesn't have um, a physical body, but it could take on a physical body. In my uh, belief of that, pretty or possess a, a physical body. You know, um, even an animal could be possessed by bad spirit. Um, they call alcohol, which is dead, uh, which, which is uh, dead cells to kill. Or to to um, they call that spirits because it goes into your, uh, your body. body. It kills it kills brain cells, but it but it also influences the mind in the way you think. So, or it can be excuses for some people when they get out of line. They, they can't control themselves, so it's like they're possessed. Like spirits have taken over them because they're not their normal self. If they were sober, the same. Well, the same when they call it under the influence, so it could be drugs as well. So under the influence of what a drug, a chemical, a chemical that off chemical altering uh, your way of thinking or your ability to think or physically react. It was, that this has all been in court about how the effects of alcohol and so many. Uh, levels, and this is why they've changed the alcohol, the blood alcohol level for driving and things through throughout the decades for a good reason. Yeah. Um, well, how much is an influence? How much is influencing? Does it take to to where your physical body is not able to react when it needs to to operate machinery? So that's part of that. Uh, but um, and that's all based on the person's tolerance, like what. Everybody can handle a certain amount. And so what they do is they do a, a blank, you know, uh, like blanket over everybody. Be like, okay, we're going to generalize it for this percentage because it's like, like they feel like more people. I'm sure there's studies done about it, but I'm sure there's a lot more people where I'm like, that's nothing for them. 
well, everybody my, reacts differently now. In my mindset, to, to lead to that, now they do that, that's a study in the same way with spirits and ghosts. So you have this real broad spectrum of all types of spirits. And I think that's great because I think that helps us to recognize life and existence. Because, I mean, like you said, the purpose of life, why is life here? Why do we exist? That's probably the beginning of people that attach their thoughts to that. That's the beginning of a deep depression, you know, manic depression or something. You know, what is your purpose? I think we don't need to worry about anything really, but we, it's surely not our purpose in life. You know, I think that, uh, I mean, we're existing. Let's exist. Let's go live life. Let's find the best things we can find. Let's do the best that we can. Let's do good all the time. And I think if we attach ourselves to those things, we we'll probably have better outcomes. And sometimes they don't seem like because it's hard to do that. <laughs> because we're also in a society where we're consumption. So we always want more and more and more, which continues to have us work. So we can continue to get that more and more attitude. But if we just went and said, you know what? I like the iPhone, let's say 11 or 10 or 12, and you don't need the next iPhone 18, then. Like, what's the point of them keep on putting out with new versions of the phone? Yeah. They're like, I need another one. And don't get me wrong. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with Apple. I enjoy their products. And, uh, yeah, take my paycheck. Thank you very much. I, I like it. But I don't get a new phone every year, every time one comes out. I wait a few years. And then I, I finally feel like, oh, you know what? There's enough of a difference. It's time to get a new so, but I know there's, I have friends that get a new one every year. They just got to have the, the newest gadget, the newest version. You and I both grew up in a ministry, and we don't talk much about this. Different types of ministry, maybe later on down the road, and I'll get into some of that. But it's really interesting to me. It's fun. We, we talk about it. We laugh about things. We come up with our own ideas for things. And, and uh, who knows, maybe by next year, Ben, we'll be starting our own. If you convert me. Ministry. <laughs> We'll create our own doctrine. Our own. I think I'd need to be born again. <laughs> create our own. Uh, what, what is? Uh, what are the? Uh, our doctrine. You know. But I, but um, when I was growing up, I grew up in what they would call a hellfire and brimstone type um, church. So you know, if you you don't get right, you're gonna die, and you're going to hell. And hell is a fiery place. You're gonna burn. You know, you're gonna burn. This is the way to come out. And they said you need. Now, this is the terminology. They don't say this now, and, I, and I'll tell you why. But they would call the Spirit of God the Holy Ghost. And say, you need the power of the Holy Ghost. They don't say that anymore. They say the Holy Spirit, and they do it in this cordial manner. And I was talking with someone in the church I grew up with, and, and I and went there, and I said, the Holy Ghost, uh, speaking of the Holy Ghost, or uh, which is the Spirit of God in, in, in um, the Protestant Christian Church, what they describe in the Catholic Church. So they would say Holy Spirit. The reason we don't say Holy Ghost is because the secular world uses the word ghost to scare people. And maybe they tried to do that in, in the church, but what I'm saying is that there's nothing wrong with a ghost. I mean, you have the cartoon Casper, the friendly ghost. Oh, well, they also <laughs> believe in there's three entities. They they believe in the God. Or a lot of people believe in the Godhead. So you got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So when That's people right. would say when they were talking about God as the Holy Ghost, well, now they're talking about the third God member. So they have to distinguish the difference by saying the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. 
that's why they tend to not say holy ghost because then you're but like, ghost and spirit is the same thing in my mind, the, 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 yes. yeah yeah it's the same and there could be some people intellectualizing it saying you know what ghost exactly. has a negative and conversation that's what, and that's why you so think many it. people do that and uh hey i'm probably guilty of it myself but they want to put this intellectual input i have studied all these things and really it just screws everything up. it does because it confuse people I mean, thoughts are cheap, man. Just pick some good ones and go with those. <laughs> um, uh, that that is, uh, you know, my whole. And I think this this podcast probably it, it's probably uh, the essence of what my idea is for doing this and the title. But um, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, I mean, I I think uh, hey, that's. It, it, it's fantastic. Hey, believe in ghosts, believe in spirits. Don't scare you. And don't be worried about it. I mean, I don't have anything to worry. Well, check it out. So we we were downtown in Corpus Christi on this ghost uh, tour, and I found it on Facebook. Uh, we went there and booked it. I asked my wife if she'd be interested. She said yes. So I was like, let's go for it because I wanted to do it just for this episode. Mm-hmm. So, and it's been a long time since I've talked to somebody who really got into it and they're that's their study their field they or something they're passionate about and i like talking to people that are passionate about things even if i don't agree with them i want to hear their perspective i want to know their thought process i want to know what makes them tick why they enjoy what they do so when we went on the tour like we we're in heritage park downtown is where we started off at and that's where uh the buildings of uh, where the homeless are hang out. a lot of homeless and also that's where the the city buildings are but they're in these uh historic homes so they don't have their own city building, which I thought was really weird. I'm like, really? They don't? I'm like, that's something I didn't even So uh, they're like, well, this house, they're giving us the history about it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. They tell you about the person who built it, and how many years it took them to build it. And they tell, tell you more about the, the history and what family member died and who's in there today. When I say who's in there today, what ghosts are in there today. And I'm like, okay. And so they would tell stories about that. So um, they told us a little they bit. Ghost? They have like some kind of detector. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. If you okay, want. okay. And so, uh, so we, go, we, we go next to the door. We try to listen. We look through the, the windows. And then we came back. And then she shows a picture of a ghost inside the, inside the home on the other side of the store. And we were just up there looking. So when we came back and she was showing us on her phone that she said that a, another tourist took a picture of and sent it to her. Uh, they didn't see it in person, but when they took a picture, they saw it on their phone. So she was showing us on her phone that what they sent her. So I'm like, cool. So then I go ahead and uh, I told my wife, like, hey, we got to go right back to that door and see if you can see anything, if, if he'll pop out or something. She's like, no, you do it. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not scared. And so I go up, back up the stairs. And as I was going around the corner, you feel those, like the spidey sense, like the little, your emotions going, like a little internal radar. And I'm like, this is just me being a child when I was a kid, afraid of ghosts, afraid of evil spirits. Because when I was a kid, I remember whenever it was a dark area, whenever, uh, I don't know if you believed in the boogeyman or anything like that. Like you, you have that sense, like there's a spirit or something around. So I had that when I was a kid because I believed back then. So, and I was just like, oh, I haven't had that sensation in forever. But then I just ignore it and I keep on going. I go back up to the door and I forget what they said the name was, but I called the spirit out by name. I'm like, can you please, uh, you know, come and talk to me or whatever. And uh, I, I was inviting the inviting the spirit or anything. And 
Nothing happened. They were, they were gonna and that, and that gonna sentence you off the trip. went away. No, 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 no. Because I wasn't being sarcastic. Well, they didn't think I was being sarcastic because I was tr- I was trying to be earnest about it. I wasn't trying to be like uh, making fun of it. And uh, so I was like, hey, you know, I was trying to interact and nothing happened. And when I, but it was just funny going around the corner. I already did it just a minute previously and didn't have that feeling. But this time when I was expecting to see something, I had that feeling it went away real quick, maybe like two or three seconds. It wasn't very long, but it was just kind of feel like, like that would probably be the feeling that somebody gets like when they get tensed up and they, sure. they get consumed in that feeling. And I just walked right through that feeling. And then I went in and like nothing there. And then I came back and be like, Hey, uh, I guess you didn't want to talk or. So you were almost believing. So I took pictures and stuff. I was like pictures of me against the window, hoping that something would come up. And this section, this section of our podcast today is sponsored by the new Ghostfinder app that you can put on your iPhone. It's updated. It is the most advanced with the new AI technology. You just scan a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For only $99.99. This beloved app that's yeah. been brought. We have 5,000 likes and loves about this. And they all get five stars. How much they rave about this app. And how much they didn't realize how many ghosts and spirits were actually in their home. Now, you know what? I not only created this app. I'm also the biggest fan of this app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it has a direct link to the Ghostbusters, which you did not know. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. so who are you going to call? I mean, come on. Who else? You're going to call Ghostbusters. And that AI <laughs> the is ghost the best. They will, come, you can be a, they will talk to you and tell you how to get away from these ghosts. And usually it's right out the door behind you. The ghost app. What is the name of it? It's called the ghost app. <laughs> the ghost finder. Ghost finder. We're, we're going to perfect this. Don't yeah. worry. I'll come to market pretty soon. We're Someone already has <laughs> I used to tell people, I said, if you got the new app, that uh, it uh, it reads, it can tell what your pet is. Well, it works for dogs. It don't work for cats. Yet. But you can scan your dog's head. It'll tell you what your dog's thinking. Awesome. Someone told me this. And I already know what he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. Pet me. But it's, it's funny that you Let brought up our, our favorite sponsor this week. Um, but also, so they were saying that we're going to communicate with ghosts. And I'm like, okay, how are they going to do that? So they actually had an app on their phone by... Um, they had that? Yes, they actually have one. You downloaded it? No, I did not because it cost $10. Oh. And I was just like, I'm not going to pay $10 for mistake. a scam. But RJ Ghost Stories <laughs> actually have their scam. own app. And what they do is they say it I'm comes sorry. off of... Uh, AM, FM frequencies and other frequencies that will, so it allows you to communicate back and forth. So they call it like a, um, an they're, open box. They're not going to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> they're probably won't. So, and then it's just random stuff. And they say they communicate personally when we did it at one. So you're supposed to ask questions and they're like, you get, you get what you give. So if you if you open a talkative, they're open and talkative. So you can ask simple questions, or you can ask a question and they'll answer it. My beliefs on that was it's I want to see the coding on that. I really do. Is it open source? Can I see the code for this app? Because it just seemed like it was AI in there, and I feel like it's just gonna it's always gonna be different stuff like AI does. I, I just have a hard time believing that. It, it is what they claim it is. I'm like, how do you open a portal for an app to talk to ghosts? 
and it was really bad connection. You heard about five different um, oh, five I voices. Mean, they had to invent, invent the wheel at but some point. Later, we went to an, uh, another location over by the cemetery, and they, we used the app again. And one of the first questions I said is, "Did did any of the ghosts follow us over here? And they, or are we talking to any of the same ghosts we did earlier?" And the the response was no. But all the, the all five voices were the same as before. And I'm like, so after the tour was over, I told my wife, I was like, did you notice that those voices were the exact same each time we used it? So this was people, these were people are recording or something. I think it's AI. I think it's AI voices. I think these are like, you know how you can, you can watch on YouTube and other uh, websites where they can completely mimic other people in the way they talk. Well, I feel like the same way for AIs, so they can have responses and generate different voices to respond back to you. And it, it sounded grainy. It, it, tried, it tries to do it. I just, I, I just don't buy it. it. I have such a hard time swallowing nonsense. And I, I hate to call it nonsense because I really do want to believe. It would be nice to believe in aliens and ghosts. Well, that's what you believe about religion. Who is just a way to create money and control people? Generate money. Exactly. That's that's kind of how I feel. About so, it. And that's what they're doing. Yeah, it's just another way. But it was nice um, listening to the history. They they went on about uh, let's say oh, yeah, the USS that. Lexington saying that it was haunted. They um, called that the ghost. Yeah, you know why they called the ghost ship? Hmm. Because the original one sank, and they brought out another one that was decommissioned and put the same tags on. So when they went back into the war, the enemy were like, "Oh wow, you mean we sunk that thing? It's back." That's why they call it the ghost. But they don't even, like, as far Great, as... Uh, military tactics, right? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like... But, yeah, they, don't they still act like it's the same USS Lexington. That's not right. But it's not. It's false advertising. Uh, it's, can, it's more of the ghost. Did you know you can run a room? Yes. I found that out on the tour, too. I thought that was awesome. And they talked about how... On the ship, you can actually um, not only go on tour and stuff like that, which is awesome, and people hear uh, different things inside. You'd have faucets turn on and off as they went, and you can actually book it out like a Airbnb. Like you can actually get a, a bed and stay the night there. And I thought that was super cool. And they said that a lot of people see spirits going back and forth, and they also have a um, like a, a an escape room which is completely different. So you have to try to get out of there, which I didn't know about that either. That would be kind of cool to do. And I know every uh, Halloween, they have a haunted house through there. So you can go through there. And I've been through there a few times. And uh, as far as just a general tour, but I've never actually booked the night there or gone to the escape room, which I think would be pretty cool. And, uh, so they were talking about how haunted that is because people have died. I think seen you a little should go spend the night there and see if there's really ghosts. I say we should do you're it. On a, you're on. I didn't say we. I say we. I, do it for the. Okay, I'll tell you what. If we get at least how many people? 50 people? 500 people requesting you to go do it? Um, how many? 500 is good. 500. If we okay. get 500 people that send us an email that say. Either an email or you can contact us on got, social I'll media. Then. We're on Facebook. Um, we got the Facebook page. We ha we have, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We need to have if we get a thousand. If we get a thousand requests by by the end of October, by October thirty first, if we get a thousand requests for me to go on there, I will even pay for a room for someone else to go on there. We'll do it on random drawing. I believe what that'd be awesome. 
And that's the last time I'm mentioning that. Our email address is <laughs> gmail.com. I don't I'm think so. generate I mean, you have to send the emails on social media. Ben's going to fabricate emails and say, you're going, man. We've got 950. It's only October 15. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, I don't have the time to do that kind of stuff. You'd have to read through all those. We barely have enough time just to do the podcast. Yeah, we're looking for someone to uh, add to our team. We have several friends um, that are interested in that, but I think, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, maybe um, if you're interested in I'm just giving you support. Or you want to help us out? Do you see a way to help us out? Hey, reach out, DM. I like it. DM. You know, you got your opinions on the ghost. You got our, your opinions on the challenges. You've got our, your opinions on us. Maybe you've seen us on a reel. I think Ben's been putting out some reels, and um, you started listening, and you say, "Hey, I got something for you. You can really help this podcast out." I, I'm open. I think um, we're we're definitely not running out of ideas and things to. But put out on the podcast, we probably can talk about things uh, from now until till we just, if we couldn't talk anymore, I mean, we just have a lot to say. That's why we decided to do a podcast. We're talking. And if you guys don't have a Ouija board, I highly recommend go out. I, I do not know. recommend. <laughs> we need more of them out there. Who makes it? Milton and Bradley or something? I don't know. Somebody I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> One of those toy Shame games. You your homework. <laughs> I don't think I ever owned one, but I knew people that owned one. Yeah, true. And they're like, hey, you want to come play on a Ouija board? I'm like, what's that? <laughs> like, a movie. What kind of board? <laughs> we can tell your future. I still see those. Uh, uh, even nearby, they have the people that read the tarot cards or have the you crystal ever, balls. Have and you ever done a reading before? Have you ever gone the to palm a, reader. a palm reader or a um, somebody who has a I knew someone that read, the read palms. And they looked at my palm. They looked at my hand, right? And uh, th this was, I wasn't paying for the service. That's what they did. Uh -huh. I said, well, what, what are you telling me? What does it say? You know, and, and uh, what, what is my palm telling me? And they just looked at me and they go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. If you ever go in there, you go in there and you say, uh, they say, hi, what's your name? You say, well, you're the psychic. You tell me. <laughs> Well, my funnest thing is actually gone, going to one who did my reading through the tarot cards and stuff you and did. also looked at my hand. You don't believe in this, I but don't. you do. I was interested because I'm always like, okay, make me believe. This is the research we okay, go through just the same to do this why podcast. I went to church. I'm like, make me this believe. We did all this research. That's why we do the podcast as well. So, so I went to this guy. He's pretty uh, famous in the valley. He's even on the radio down there. Uh -oh. I don't want to plug him. Because I don't agree with them. Yeah, yeah. So didn't you date his niece or something? No, not as long. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, so when he did the reading, he told me he was just like, uh, "I'm hiding something," and I'm like, "I couldn't be more than an open book if I wanted to." Like, I'm being completely frank. I'm being completely honest, being open, and I'm like, by all means. And he felt like I, was, I had a secret or I was hiding something, and I was just like, oh, "I couldn't disagree with you more." So he turned some cards over. Yeah, he was reading a bunch of cards and also looked at my hand and did all that nonsense. And uh, he was just like acting like I was disingenuous just because I didn't believe in him meant like I was hiding something. So like he couldn't tell you about you? No, uh, he did say stuff that I would expect him to be told already. Oh. So like it was to me. Like, it was so, just like, so someone... Referred you to this person, so he knows somebody that I knew. So I wonder. So it was a connection because I. I what's didn't their fee? About fifty bucks or something? Forty. Bucks. I didn't pay anything. Because I'm wondering, like, hey, I could go over to one of these places. He was pretty expensive, from what I hear, but he was. Oh, he did it for yeah. a friend that I knew. 
because they know I don't believe. So it was my, it was their attempt to get me to believe. And because I was interested. Were they burning incense? In I don't remember. This is a long time ago. I just, <laughs> I, just did it. I just want to go to one of the other. Hey, uh, I mean, I see, I get emails sometimes with people want to tell your fortune or something. And I don't know, you know, somebody gets your name, information, and you get all these people sending you something. Even now, I mean, your phone listens to you, probably going to get an email now, and they're going to tell your fortune. You'll pay, and it's cheaper online. You don't have to go, you don't have to leave it out. Have you ever got into fortune. astrology? Have you ever got into your zodiac signs or your Chinese I used signs? to read the, the um, um, what do they call it? The, Every day. The, Zodiac signs. Yeah. yeah. Your, your daily horoscope. Horoscope. Yeah, I used to read that. And I think I've read into some of that. And you know, a lot of that uh, it has some relevance because those are people that study the stars. Uh -huh. But um, so. And how is that relevant? What, how it's relevant is that when you're born, what's going to happen is just a study. It's the way they study people. From when they were born by the way the stars were lined up when they were born. This is this is nothing new. It's been going on for thousands of years. And um, they could determine things. And a lot of things were very accurate. But there were always times when that wasn't right, accurate because it didn't say I was going to have a bad day or something. I'm like, I don't hear that. You know? <laughs> but the funny thing is, if I went ahead and got the horoscopes and I shifted them all by one. So let's say I got all the results and all the names and I just moved it over. So now your results are underneath a different name and somebody else's name is over uh, uh -huh. different yours. different month or different so time. So you would, you would link time. it up and you would apply the same logic to yourself in one way or another. So I believe you could make anybody's horoscope your own horoscope. It's just that, that sense of well, that, that's, your that's sign. Nice to you believe that. it. Just find one you like and say, I'll believe it that one. Yeah. And then you see like how your horoscope, how the characteristics of of uh, your group, and you're like, you can actually implement it to yourself. If you knew that that took place, it would still be in the back of your mind. Well, I wasn't born in that month, in that time period. And you'd say, you know, these people actually do these studies, and, and that's why they have accuracy. Yeah, we, we also have that over climate control. <laughs> climate <laughs> well, that's a, uh, no, it's the same it's science. It's the ghosts that are doing that. They're causing that. You know, if yeah. you want to fix the problem, quit taxing. See, that's what they didn't Just realize. Just go after the ghosts. They're not talking about the North Pole, all the ghosts going up there, and what they're doing to the planet. I'm telling you, there's a conspiracy, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I agree with you. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, yeah, I think that's just a, it's, it's just about like the... Um, you, what do you think of uh, different religions and ministries? Well, yeah, they're using this, except the bad part is they're, they're they want the entire country to believe in the ministry, and they're gonna they're gonna make you tithe. <laughs> yeah, see, but they're using tactics. They're using psychology psychology on people. That's my beliefs on it. One thing I kind of I was debating whether to say, but I'm gonna go ahead and just go out there and say it. When we we're on this tour, we were at the old courthouse. And she had an image that she said uh, that old federal tours at the federal court. No, the 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 one that's condemned already. That she oh, okay. so it's all. And I've heard the stories from you before about the the history of why they created the courthouse in the first place. And she was giving us a lot of history about it as well. But she was saying that somebody took a picture, and it was so weird because there's an image of a ghost on a. Uh, in front of a, a plywood that's covering up one of the windows. So it's wood, and yet they still saw a, a picture of the, the ghost. So she was showing us on her phone. So it's zoomed out, and then she zooms in, 
And then she zooms in even more to get a little bit more and overdoes it. And now it looks so fake, it's not even funny. And then she zooms back halfway again, so it kind of looks like a ghost image again. And I wanted to call her out on that because I'm like, you're being disingenuous with us. Because why else would you zoom back halfway out to make it look more like a ghost? While before, it looked really, really bad. And I wanted to be like, do you want to send this to us? Because this looks so hokey and so fake, it wasn't even funny. You'll and be posting that on our uh, Facebook No, I'm page. not. Because no. she didn't send it. I didn't ask for it. Because I, to me, I thought she was a true believer. Well, sure. Any, anyone listening wants to see that, Ben. we got to come up with that. Well, I'm sure you could go down there on the, the tour, and when she shows it to you, you're like, hey, go ahead and send it to me. Or you, you zoom in on, on her phone itself. They're going to get tons of business just because of this podcast. And I hate to be like that because I really thought she was a believer, but I think it's like anything else. Even with ministries and, or with any kind of science, or what they do is they believe they're, they have a narrative that they believe in. They, they actually got schooled, and they, they believe this. And anything outside of that, they're going to ignore it. They, they, they don't want to believe anything that contradicts their beliefs. And so even if it was plain and gay in front of her and to everybody else, it could look fake. But she has that mentality like, no, this is real. She's going to ignore if it's if it could be a fake. So, you, so if you drew your pistol and you shot over there, and then oh, that wasn't a ghost. That was a person. Like, oh, you were trying to fool me. But, okay, but what if somebody says, okay, you draw, you draw out your pistol, you're going to shoot me. But you know what? God's going to protect me. I'm not going to be injured. Because we got lots of, uh, lots of examples in history where religious zealots think that they're going to be uh, immortalized or they're going to be completely protected because they, they're believers in God. And then they end up dying. Euthanasia. <laughs> it could be that too. That too. Like, yeah, no, I'm going to be. My lead poisoning. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to uh, say that their beliefs are wrong just because they believed in something it wasn't true, but I believe that people just take things to the next level. I, I agree. And so that's why when I think when you do believe, you want to accept any kind of stories that you hear. Like somebody tells you a ghost story, oh, it has to be true because I also believe in ghosts. Oh, this house on the street is haunted because somebody <laughs> told me the history and the, that's um, called patronage. Yeah, well, people they are going to use your you're going to use your ego for, uh, or or uh, say something about you and 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 key in on that and use it for profit you know, and, against you really. And I know people that aren't religious at all, but yet they still believe in ghosts. They still believe in these things. Well, that's religion. Yeah, it's completely different. I know, but I, but I'm like, okay, you're skeptic towards this, but now this. Why is that? Please explain. And I've talked, and I've had other people like, well, they give me an example of their ghost story, and I don't tell them they're wrong by no means. If they believe it, they believe it. And who am I to judge that that didn't happen because I wasn't there? Mm -hmm. And so they'll tell me, and I'm like, okay, you know, I take it for face value. They truly do believe in the story they're telling me, and. Well, that's pretty cool. That's entertaining in itself. That's entertainment. That's, who who hates entertainment? I yeah. go to the movies because yeah. I enjoy entertainment. I go see movies, different kinds of movies, because I find them entertaining. So if somebody's telling me a story, why am I going to ruin their story by saying, I don't believe you or prove it to me? No, I don't need to do that. I should just take it as entertainment. Well, I'm glad you went on the ghost tour to tell me about it. It's not really my bag. I mean, I would do it with a group of people or something if it was just something to have fun 
with, but uh, I'm not. Well, I'm not from I'd rather Memphis go, originally. I'd rather go to the shooting range. And they, they kept on talking about and then you uh, can get a coach target. 19, in 1919 when a hurricane came and killed him, and when a lot of people perished during that time and how they had mass graves because of that. And so when you look at the population back then and you look at how many people died, you're, you're roughly thinking 500 people. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot of people, but there's been a lot of more incidences in this country where more people have died. So right when they say Corpus Christi is one of the haunted cities in this country, and because of that as one of the instances, I, I just, I find it, like this it's a far stretch. You, you want it to be, but I, I don't see it. Uh, I, and they say like, uh, oh, you can see ghosts jumping off the Harbor Bridge. And I'm like, okay, when, when do they usually do that? Because I have I've been here for almost twenty years and I've never seen that. But like usually, like it's around three a.m. is the most prevalent. And I'm like, I'm actually oh, from the people that have jumped. Yeah, well, the ghosts that do. And so I when mean, they usually say there's one or two every year. They, they say, jump. well, but they're not saying people. They're saying the ghosts actually can, jump off the bridge. But it's the ghost of the people, and then they disappear before they hit the water. It's the ghost of the people that did. Yeah, jump I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> and they just keep I on. I wonder reliving. if they land on one of those. Uh, a tugboats or something. You would think the goats would. Like, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm like, you know how many times I've been on that bridge at 3 a.m. driving in an 18 wheeler, and I've never seen one ghost jump off the bridge. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm kind of like, mm, it's kind of like aliens. They say, oh, there's all these sightings, and I've driven across this country many times. Oh. There's not one time that I see an alien ship or come across and I've driven nights for a long for many many years mm. and so you don't I'm want like, to see that going across uh, the harbor bridge with a load of gasoline or diesel or something yeah but even then if you oil. can tell that it's a ghost if you can, if it's translucent and you can see you. it through it you might drive off the bridge do I really think so I don't know that'd Good. be an interesting story I mean, ghost scare how many times is the truck as a ghost form going to drive off the bridge in the in the future if I did that and then yeah. And your ghost, ghost would be better. and the ghost in the ghost truck and the ghost truck. Yeah, yeah. If that, that wouldn't, if that wouldn't bring in a boost to tourists, yeah, that bring tourists. This one time, <laughs> but I don't have any of those inclinations. That's never going to happen. Oh, they say never, say never, but yeah, yeah, that's not one way I want to go. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about some guns too. I don't know what you want to talk about today with guns, but I like. Um, I've got some old ball and cap pistols that I that I like. They're just, you know, I like them. Are those guns? Yeah, are those relics? Replicas of relics? They're replicas, yeah, but they work. I mean, you can actually pack in a, a little ball, lid ball. I mean, it's not the same as, you know, your 9 millimeter. Definitely not. It's definitely different. And it takes a while, you know, to load it. It's not the same as a nine millimeter. You got to be a little. You know, you I like uh, there's there's this gun. I, I always talk about this, and I don't have it. It's a pistol. I think it's a five round, and it shoots like a forty five, um, a bullet, and a four ten shotgun shell. And so when I'm out on these ranches, when I'm going to work, and I see rattlesnakes, I wouldn't mind having that with with like some birdshot in that four ten shell just to kill some rattlesnakes. You're gonna get that, <laughs> but I got the shovels, you know. But I mean, uh, when you I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if I'd ever use it. So, I mean, I have a, I have plenty. I mean, as far as, I, I, you know, the thing is, I like to go to the, the range occasionally. And I mean, you can bust off, you know, $50, $80 worth of ammo. So just, yeah, just buying some ammo. And I, I you know, that's a fun thing for me. 
do. Um, we didn't take, I went with a, a mutual friend of ours and uh, his daughter last time I think we went and she's, she's nine, maybe she's 10. I don't know, but she cried the whole time. It wasn't a good idea. And probably uh, wouldn't want to relive that. No, I did my shooting, and she's yeah. over there crying. And then uh, he didn't shoot much. He he shot a little bit, maybe a couple magazines, maybe only one through his his nine. And uh, then he has the AR, and then he shot that maybe two rounds. I mean, I, it was just very. He paid for that. I mean, to do that, and then uh, of course I probably went through about um, three or four uh, magazines, or at least four or five. On the pistol, and then a, a few on the they are until it jammed. So and it's easy to understand. most of your gun ranges uh, will rent you guns too. I mean, if yep. you want to use um, like you know, trying downtown, to, uh, not downtown, but over here on the south side off the of Staples, we brought our own. Uh, but we brought our own, but uh, that that uh, there was some guy shooting next to us that came in after us. And I, they they had like four or five guns, almost like um, what is that? He had this real long gun. He goes, I don't know, but I'm looking forward to shooting. Nice. <laughs> and I think it was a 22, but it had like a, a sound reducer on the end of the barrel. It's it big. And then he had he had two or three Why other guns. Why would you have a 22 with a sound reducer on it? I don't that know. Or silence or whatever. Why would you have a silence? I don't know if that's what it was. It was just like a. Okay. Like, it, it, it might be a 50 cal or a higher maybe, caliber. Maybe it was. Have a sound reducer. I don't know if they want you shooting. What? Because they don't even allow. It depends on the range. They don't like it. They're like, hey, do you got any of those uh, NATO green tip five five six? Which uh, if you're if you're a well, there's different gun you know Well, the, the NATO five five six, which the 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 two two three or the five five six, that's that's what uh, you know a standard AR is is mm -hmm. uh, chambered for. Um, very similar. The bullets are almost the same, but the, the NATO is it's a little more powerful. But uh, but they'll let you shoot that in there. You just gotta. It won't be on the first section. It'll be on the the further one, like on the other side. So you gotta go through the door, and you can shoot over there just because it's a louder gun. That would be the, that's why they want you over there. What I'm told is that the bullet comes out so fast, uh -huh. like it's, you know, you can shoot a thirty out six, a thirty thirty, uh, or whatever, three oh eight, which all are similar. Those are the thirty out six would be the largest, three oh eight in the middle. And they're all bigger bullets than the two two three or the five five six, but that bullet comes off so hot and so fast it melts the back of their wall, and and so they have that for sound protection. You when you're tearing up their property, but they've told me like the the guy that owns the range will go in there with these certain shotgun slugs, and I mean they're shooting explosive tip bullets at the oh, and they're tearing it's their property. I mean, they tear up whatever. And then I have some friends; they have their own little makeshift. Uh, ranges out in the country, and I have another friend that he has a membership at the big outdoor Corpus Christi Gun Club, which is that's a great place to yeah, go shooting. Is. Now they have different clubs out there to shoot uh, shotguns. You know, you bring your that are private too. That you can yeah, they they, they do ski. My dad took me to shoot uh, clay pigeons. I think when, as a kid, and you know, we tried that with a four ten. I think maybe a sixteen gauge, but those are a little small. You you went probably a as a kid. Gauge. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's fun. You said you, but uh, has anybody ever asked you before, like, what's your favorite kind of gun to shoot? Yeah, I mean, I don't my handgun. I, I don't own one. I, I like the, the 1911 style for the the, uh, the old design. I mm -hmm. think that's nice. I, they make that a different caliber. You can get it in a nine millimeter, or twenty two, or or the the original is a forty five caliber. 
it means that question is like asking you in front of your kids, which one's your favorite child? Yeah. You know, I'm like, why would you do that to me? There's so many different types. You know, the shotguns, you got the long barrel, you got their handguns. Like, what, what about a bazooka? Awesome fun. A bazooka oh, that'd be so nice. Yeah. I don't have one of those yet. Yeah. <laughs> Grenade launcher. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have a little more. I, I don't want to get, uh, get too in depth with the laws and I have, I shouldn't even say this because you could look, I know someone that has a lot of guns, very good. They were in the military and, um, they, uh, you know, support law enforcement. They support the laws, but when it comes to, um, to firearms, a lot of people's views about that are like, Hey, stay out of my business. I have whatever I want. And, uh, I think it's okay. As long as you're, uh, you know, you're, when you go out and take action, laws don't mean anything until actions taken that are breaking those laws. And so we have so many laws on the law book. People always claim, oh, we need another law. We need another law. We can't even exercise um, uh, action for the laws that we have. I mean, there's no way we don't have a police force. There's no way that we have enough people to, to do that. And we wouldn't want to do that. There's no I mean, way at all we want to do I that. Have but most people don't look at that. They don't think of it that way. They say, oh, we need another thing. Well, look, you don't ban things. Once things are in existence, you do what you can to try to put some control there because you want. It's the fear thing. It's the ghost thing. Laws are basically ghost if you think about it because you see these laws. I mean, yeah, they're written laws. But when you understand they're in existence, they're written, but then how people exercise that law towards somebody. I mean, the courts vary. Attorneys vary. There's still people. Judges vary. Judges vary. There are people. And so how um, those things are implemented based on each and every case or whatever it goes through the court system. But most of the time, you're not going to go through the court system or uh you know, just uh, having uh, firearms to protect yourself or something. And if they're in existence, I think, you know, you should be able to have those. And, and you know, I'm not I'm not a very big supporter of uh, limitations on that. Some, you know, I know they say, well, you can't have automatic, you know, but you can get licensed to own fully loaded uh, automatic weapons. I mean, the, the bad guys have automatic weapons. But let's not have our good citizens. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I mean, if you got the money, and you want to go buy a tank and park it in your backyard and it's fully armed. I don't have a problem with that. It doesn't bother me. Our military has tanks. How do I know who they pick to drive that tank in the service? I don't know what they're going to do with that tank. They can come driving through your neighborhood in that tank because they stole it. I mean, if people are going to do bad, they're going to do bad. And, uh, you know, I'm not the one to determine, hey, um, yeah, I mean, if you have access to it, but if you have the money to buy it, Buy whatever you want. Go buy a jet. I don't know about, you know, they shouldn't allow just, they're not going to allow just anyone to have a certain amount of firepower. You know, they're not going to allow you to have access to. You know, uh, I think money is power. And nuclear they war money, they can get whatever they want. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of movies talking about, you know, someone stealing a nuclear, you know, James Bond type stuff. Doing this, uh, and people are known for buying them from Russia when it crumbled, you know. Yeah. So there's lots of stories and facts of those things actually happening. Yeah. But one thing I, I disagree with more than anything else is when I hear people are like, oh, if you're a good person, you don't need a firearm. I'm like, really? <laughs> you feel like the good people don't need guns? So if somebody you only want the bad Somebody snatches up your kid and, you're, and you've been going to the range. It, it don't take long before you drop them and they drop the kid. But this is my message to anybody that does have a gun. I... By all means, 
go shoot regularly. Make sure you, you're very aware of your weapon. Make sure it's clean. Make sure you know it inside and out. Make sure you shoot it on a regular basis. You need to be, oh, I shot a couple years ago. No. When's the last time? You need to do it on a regular basis to make sure that if you ever have to, which I hope you never do, because that's the whole reason why people do carry it. It's because, not because they want to. It's because they hope they never need it. They say the sound of chambering the rim is uh, more scary to the criminal than the actual shot. Yeah, but I'm a personal believer that you leave one in the chamber. Oh, no. That, that's how I am. So just take off the safety and pull the trigger. Yeah, exactly. Mm. If you, But I hope I never have to. I'm not there sure. to be a hero. I'm there to protect my family and myself, and that's it, and get out of harm's way. I'm not there to, to protect other people and to be a hero or be a, a, a law enforcement when I'm not. Sure. I'm just there to keep my family safe and get it away from danger yeah. and let the professionals because by no stretch of the imagination am I a vigilante or a... Uh, and I'm not looking to be trained as a, just an extra officer. You know, Don't, don't try to deputize but, me. But, I mean, but hey, I'm already deputized if you're doing the right thing. But if you got tactical training in the area, I'm more than willing to go through that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fun. How did you do with the challenge? I know you drank plenty of Well, water. it's like my wife said. That wasn't a challenge for me. No. And guess what? She was right. I yeah. Did. Yeah, it wasn't a challenge for me. Oh, actually, I'm going to challenge this week. We don't have a, really a challenge. Challenge you to listen to a few more episodes. I'm gonna challenge you to send a send us an email. Cheap thought 2023 at Gmail. But I did do a challenge. I took on a challenge last night, man. I went downtown Corpus Christi to the Executive Surf Club, our beautiful city, and I went down there to a fine establishment down there. Fine establishment. I went down there. I did have some food down there. Um, and it wasn't bad. The ambiance was okay. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It was a pretty good crowd um, as well. So I uh, went down there to perform, but I got there late because I worked yesterday. And uh, they didn't have time to put me on the on the list, but I'll be back over there soon. Um, I haven't done that in a while, but uh, I wanted to go over there because when you don't do something regularly, it's not the same. And uh, if you're going to walk on a stage to perform before an audience, um you need to find a comfort zone in that. And that's, it's just a little difficult. And that was a challenge for me. Um, I did drink a lot of water this week. It's been hot. Um, but I drink a lot of sodas and, and, uh, energy, and drinks. energy drinks. Should I say the name of the one I drink? Sure. Monster. We're going to put it on the cheap hot podcast van that drives around. Now, do you, like, I, I swear, like energy should be sponsors of like truck drivers. Oh yeah, or coffee. absolutely one or the other. Like I'll put or... their sticker on the company trailer. There you go. Maybe yeah. <laughs> free ads. Wow, I always see those ads that say, "Hey, you could wrap your car for three hundred bucks a month with you know whatever thing," and you're like, "Hmm, <laughs> maybe, maybe." But maybe. Uh, I mean, caffeine keeps this uh, this country rolling. And speaking of which, you were going to give us a, a truck driver story this week. I was. Yes. What, what was it about? Remember, you're talking about that time that you were driving? <laughs> I was driving. <laughs> I'm driving all the time. Can I eat Miller? I have a lot of stories yes. like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. You have to refresh my mind. Did I tell you about this? No, story? you didn't. We didn't talk a lot about what we were going to talk well, about. Well, I mean, I'm a truck drive every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I have okay, a story. well, either way. You have a story? Well, yeah, because you remind me a lot of Indiana Jones. And the one Indiana thing about Jones. Indiana Jones is he doesn't like snakes. Oh, yeah. I don't like snakes. Yeah. So you were actually, you drove up to this rig that's out there in the, on a ranch. 
Yeah. And, uh, I would, yeah, to the oil lease. To the oil lease, yep. And I have to hook up hoses. Uh-huh. And under one of the valves that I have to open to release the oil, to go through the hose, that goes to my truck, to the pump on my truck, that pumps the oil into the trailer. Which is a little front. Which is a tank. Anchor trailer. Uh-huh. There's a little, about three foot rattlesnake. Oh, yeah, that little friend. Yeah. I carried a machete in my truck, you know. But I had the shovel. But did you have anything at the time when you met your one friend? That three foot? No, I just walked up on him. I said, oh. <laughs> hey, and at least, like, he's in what they call the oil pit where the tanks are. So if there's a leak, this would contain the oil from going out into the rest of the woods or whatever, the pasture. So there are a lot of leases. And this is required for those that maintain these leases. That if there's high grass, they have to cut that. I, I don't, I do not have to go to a valve with high grass. So if I see that, I mean, that's what the machete's for. I can just chop around because if I don't, if I can't load the truck, I don't get paid. I don't get paid like Anyway, but um, so I would do that. And then I'd go back and get the shovel because the shovel is, I'm further away from the snake. In more distance? Yeah. I have heard those things in Spanish. I was learning about the venom a little bit in these snakes. That's so much scarier than the ghost to me because um, it's basically just a concentration of bile. Yep, exactly. I was going to say bacteria. Yeah, it's, it's bacteria. It's pretty bio. nasty. That's pretty nasty. So yeah. it's, it's like your bile, like uh, your feces and your stomach acids mixed no. together, no. and you spray it on somebody. I mean, uh, it's it's kind of, so you got bacteria in there. It's it's really nasty. It's yeah, and it will mess you up. Yeah, it will jack you up. And so yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of water moccasins when I was uh, growing up out on a farm. Um, I killed a water moccasin once that um, had struck a cat that we had, and uh, I remember my daughter cried uh, for killing Dad. You killed the snake, but the, the, the uh, cat had fang holes. And it, it didn't really affect that cat because they're they're pretty immune to the venom. The cats, some are some. The dog next door got struck, and uh, it and, uh, it affected him a little a little more seriously. His paw was swollen up pretty good, and he just poured some peroxide on it. It is fine. The same way with the cat, and um, you know, I, I used to give my pets uh, shots. I'd go down the coat, get all the seven. Except for the uh, you can't administer the. Um, the uh, um, rabies, you cannot administer that. But you can get a seven and one, which covers the parvo and multiples of other bacterial and uh, diseases. And that's good that those animals recovered. That shows that they're pretty healthy animals. They're pretty healthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my daughter being crying, I said, "Look, I'm in the hospital. Bill. They don't mess around. Why? They don't mess around." But uh, anyway, I guess we're gonna wrap it up. That's another. Uh, Sheep Talk Podcast episode. I hope you liked uh, episode 13, everybody. And uh, get back with us. It's uh, cheapthought2023 at gmail.com. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Until next time. We're going to be talking about uh, intellectual. Intellectual.